This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. Ah, yes. Welcome, welcome. Please be seated. (laughs) I'm just horsing around. But I'm not allowed to have fun now. Everything's got to be serious. Well, it is serious. Very serious. Seriously cold out there right now. Actually, it's not even really that big of a deal. It's so funny to me listening to people whine about it. Everywhere I turn, everybody's whining. I, it's icy. Well, it's been like 15 degrees out. What do you think's going to happen? It's icy. What do I do? <laughs> this is the world we live in. At least I can laugh about it. I don't know if it's a good thing or not. Probably not the way things are going for me in some ways. Anyway, down at the radio uh, show station, another great radio show. I hope you can check it out, projectchaos.org. Have you been there? Not everybody's signed up. I see the numbers. Uh, what's going on? What's going on? Nobody wants to check out the new radio show? You can go listen. The links are right there, projectchaos.org. There's two episodes now, and both have gotten raving reviews. Projectchaos.org. Make sure you sign up for my email list while you're there. Anyway, uh, we're down there at the radio station. My brother Michael drove me down again. How fantastic to have a chauffeur. I mean, I can't tell you the value of that. I'm a little beat up. Did I tell you I slipped on the ice? I forget what I mentioned at this point. I fell down the steps with my base layer on, caught on camera. I think I told this story. Well, anyway, I drove over to my chiropractor's house on Sunday. He had to pop my shoulder back into place, which seems to be a regular occurrence. I was having problems with my hips, as I've relayed to I got all that worked out, actually. The, the, the therapy that he recommended for me, which, of course, I took it a step further because you know how I am about these things. But it's been marvelous, marvelous for my hips. I'm like uh, Elvis over here, you know what I mean, with the hips. I don't know why I said that. That was probably a bad visual for a lot of people, wasn't it? I take it back. I don't, I'm not rocking and rolling like Elvis. <laughs> I actually did swing my hips a little bit when I said that. If that motivates you to listen any longer, I don't know. <laughs> anyway, i got to get at it with my shoulders a little bit. They're a little too weak. So is my midsection. I mentioned fat generals on the radio show, and I looked. I made the mistake of looking down. <laughs> don't look down. I'm not a general. That's <laughs> that's my that's my excuse. Anyway, we did have a little fun on the radio show, which I was I was hoping to have. And I'll just tell you the story. Big spoiler alert. I hope you go check it out. Projectchaos.org. O-R-G, Project K. Maybe, I, you know, I was worried about this. Are people having trouble spelling chaos? It's C-H-A-O-S. God help you if you can't spell project. Project, project, it's the same spelling. <laughs> I'll stop. I'll stop. What do you want me to do? I had a monster today. What do you want me to tell you the truth? You know when I have a monster, I get a little wound up. At least I'm laughing. At least I'm not an angry monster drinker. <laughs> All right, I told you I was going to stop drinking them, and I didn't. But um, I got way back. How's that? That's my story. It's my life. I'll live it the way I want. All right, enough horsing around. What do we want to talk about? You're gonna. Oh, I wanted to tell you the story. The spoiler. That's nice, right? I'm gonna tell you. I'm gonna tell you. Then not tell you. <laughs> eh, sorry, I changed my mind. Go to ProjectChaos.org. 
the story is this. We got gassed with nerve agent. And the details of it I'm not going to reveal. How's that? You can go listen to the show if you're interested in that story. It's phenomenal. But here's the funny part of the story. And this probably isn't funny to anybody who wasn't there. I don't know. (laughs) But all I remember thinking, I said this on the radio show. My buddy Kevin was on. And I said, he's telling the whole thing about the, 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 the explosion and the bang, which is a big sign, and the alarms going off and the chemical strips. And I said, you know what I kept thinking? <laughs> he says, what? When are we going to decontaminate? <laughs> That's all I kept thinking. I remember in training, when we went through NBC training, nuclear, biological, chemical training, you, the training was, you know, if you got gas, you put your gear on and here's how you take it off and you're going to pull back to the rear and the, here's how you build the decontamination sites, et cetera, et cetera. None of that occurred. <laughs> They're like, yeah, we just kept firing, kept moving. Anyway, it was a good time. It was a good radio show. The view from the window of the studio overlooks the Philadelphia skyline. It's just absolutely amazing. It really is. really is. Anyway, here we are, back for the podcast, the Wednesday edition of the Christopher Scott Show. Uh, Six years now we've been doing this podcast, and it all really kind of started. The original story, if you ever heard me tell it, all started with WWDB Radio listening as a kid, and to be there now is phenomenal. Um, But that's what started the podcast as well. And now to have another show, it's kind of crazy to me. Anyway, Project Chaos in part talks about veterans and veteran-related issues or issues that are important to veterans. And uh, so, of course, some of that has has been front and center, you know, on my lists these days. And I wanted to mention this story because I don't think people are aware of a lot of these things, the fights that go on, the tenacity, the integrity. This is a lieutenant who had served for 22 years. Where he was enlisted and uh, before 9-11, and then uh, he had deployed multiple times and ultimately became an officer. I mean, this is a guy with serious credentials, been to places I've been, Guam, Kuwait, Okinawa. This guy had done a lot. He was uh, in the Navy. He was in the Navy. Navy Res- Reserve. By 2013, he was in the Navy Reserve. It didn't say what um, branch he was in. Why is that? I've noticed that a lot. I want to see. I moved the link to this article. I don't know where it came from. It really annoys me. It makes me question a lot. Maybe it's for privacy purposes. Maybe, or maybe there's something to it. All right, anyway. Lieutenant Ted Macy, whatever branch he served in, Became a medical uh, off, became a commissioned officer in the Medical Service Corps. I don't even know what that is. Anyway, they screw these stories up. Maybe it's AI generated. This could be completely fake. Here I'm reading it like it's accurate. How do you know? Well, anyway, this story, I doubt it's AI generated because it's not favorable to, to the regime, is that this guy was kicked out of the military over not getting the COVID vaccine. And he's talking about how he fought against it. There's many of these stories as I start to uncover the horrific damage done to careers. I mean, I guess in my mind when I heard about this, people not getting back, like thinking the E3 like I was. I made E4 right before I got out. 
six months, maybe something like, I don't know, maybe it was a year. I don't think so. I don't think I was a corporal that long. I just always kind of thought of myself as a lance corporal, proudly, in fact. But I just had in my mind the people that weren't getting vaccinated. I said it then. I was like, hey, there's a, for everybody that would like to get out early, I probably would have done it. I'm like, eh, I passed. What's, what are you going to do to me? Kick me out? All right, bye. Now, did they give them dishonorable discharges? They're locked out of their benefits and so forth? I don't know. And here's the big assertion, by the way, that this guy made. There was a memo from the Secretary of Defense saying that mandatory vaccinations are familiar to all of our service members and mission-critical inoculation is almost as old as the United States military itself. I wonder if there was any money funneled from the drug companies, either directly or indirectly, to any of these secretaries of defense or generals or any of their family members. What the Secretary of Defense fails to mention is that the United States has a checkered past in using experimental vaccines on its soldiers, and we're not talking about some far-off past. As recently as 1998, the DOD decided they would roll out an anthrax vaccine immunization program. By November 29, 2001, half a million service members received a total of 2 million doses. The program was put into place due to the DOD's concerns that anthrax could be used as a biological weapon by Saddam Hussein. This led to what amounts to a massive experimental vaccine campaign on our vaccination campaign on our soldiers. It's unbelievable, really. The, the date, and I, I mean, one of my big complaints is from the vaccines that we did take, and I, I didn't take anthrax or COVID through the military. I, it's just I look at this, and I don't know if I'm even really able to make the point. You know, you got somebody who's invested 22 years of their career, and now now they're fighting unlawful orders at the end of their career. It's just ridiculous, the breaking down of our military. When the focus of our, of our young officers, junior officers, or any officers for that matter, when their focus is fighting against unlawful orders and trying to maintain their own integrity, we're going to have a hard time fighting wars with that going on. Definitely doesn't help. Doesn't help at all. Let me switch gears because I don't want to be all military either. Let's talk about cruise ships for a minute, shall we? Would you get on a cruise ship today? Would you go on a vacation cruise? I wouldn't even go on the Disney cruise ship at this point. Now, I look at this photograph, this uh, Royal Caribbean, which we sailed on several times, my wife and I. We had a blast when it was her and I. There's no way I would get on this with my daughter. We would never take advantage of the kids' stuff, and I just couldn't see her. I just, eh, nah. <laughs> anyway, the ship otherwise looks incredible. This is like this the brand new ship. It's like a double wide. It's unbelievable. It really is. I think it's got like an open middle. That's really cool that I guess you have like courtyard views and ocean views. That's brilliant. That's I'm telling you, that's brilliant. Really brilliant. Maybe they can even close I don't know what it's like. They have below deck stuff. It's crazy. All you know, these restaurants. Anyway, uh, this is very exciting, I think. I mean, like I said, I wouldn't do it at this point, but yeah, I'm getting old and crotchety, and there's a lot of things I don't want to do anymore. 
I don't even know that I wouldn't be talking. Yeah, you wouldn't talk me into it. Not likely. They like remember they locked the, the they locked people out of the country. Like now you can't come back to Doc because you got COVID. You're all sick with COVID. You're not coming back here. They left them out there to rot. Remember that? <laughs> people jumping overboard to save themselves. <laughs> that would be me. That would be my protest. Out there with a with a knife I stole from the kitchen, cutting the cord to the to the lifeboat, getting me and my family. I'm out of here. <laughs> Fun stuff, right? I don't want to put myself in that position. <laughs> I'll probably just stay off the ship. But anyway, I tell you, this is very exciting. But what is the article? Nope, all negative. Uh, saying that the problem it's not green enough, not green at all. Matter of fact, they've got this calculation on here that suggests that. It is less efficient, like your your carbon footprint is way bigger going on a cruise than flying somewhere and staying in a hotel. And I just think to myself, I don't even want to really get into the stupid de- details or a stupid debate on that. Like, I'm so tired of it, you know, climate change is real. No, it's not. Yes, it is. It's like, what are we talking about here? All I know is this, where, where does it end? All right, so gasoline-powered vehicles, gone. I mean, I'm going to talk to you a little bit here about EVs in the wintertime. I'll tell you the re- the official report, and then I'll give you my report, okay? You can take it as you wish. No more, no more gas-fired vehicles. No more gas stoves. I'm wondering, I mean, at what point do the gas grills go away? You know, and they just stop selling the propane cylinders. I mean, there's got to be. I mean, you think about all those propane cylinders. God, Ooh. climate kills. You have to go electric. You're gonna have a big battery out there under your grill. Nothing. It'll be great. You're gonna love it. You really will. Everything's gonna have a big battery. <laughs> anyway, no, no, no gas stoves. Let's just stick with the. Fa- I'll cut the drama out. I'm asking, where does it end? Flying, that's a no-go. I guess trains are okay. They, they're allowing trains because they're diesel electric. Are the, are the, <laughs> is, that the, is that the belief that because there's a diesel motor powering an electric engine that, that it's okay? <laughs> it's green? Uh, I see. <laughs> Got it. So trains are okay. <laughs> not, not, not any... Not any diesel trains, but the electric trains, they're okay. No, we can't have, you know, gas-powered vehicles, can't have gas stoves, can't have steak. <clears throat> I think, I don't. I haven't really heard much about bacon. I think bacon might still be okay. I'm not really sure. I don't know what, I don't know what to be sure of anymore, really. And now, and flying is out, of course. You know, they don't want you flying. They want everybody in a 15-minute city. Like whatever you can walk to, you can have, but that's about it. And you know, going on a cruise, mm, not so much. <laughs> I mean, what kind of vision of the future is this exactly? It sucks. <laughs> you know, what what are we allowed to? Have? You can have Facebook on your phone, and you can stay at home. I don't get it. I really don't. Here's another thing I don't get. There's a lot of things I don't get. You with me? (laughs) Ten billion crabs vanished from the Bering Sea. Now we know why. 
Now, I want you to just step back a second, okay? Don't believe me. Do, you know, and I'm no Alex Jones, all right? So don't take this as you may. As I back up from this, and, I, and I've been hearing about this, I've been talking about it a little bit. Um, without divulging any evidence that I've seen or any references here in this article, is there one here, a new study? Let me see, there is a link here. No, this is not data. <laughs> this is science.org. And I see an abstract. Maybe I'm wrong. I guess you got to have access to get it. These doctors and whatnot. But let's just back up a second. So there is some kind of a report that somehow valid. I, I was like I said, take the drama out. But just stand back and look at this this claim. Ten billion crabs suddenly vanished from the Bering Sea. We now know why. They want it claiming that the ten billion crabs. <clears throat> went missing from the Bering Sea between 2018 and 2021 after searching for potentially migrating population they came to a much more unfortunate conclusion that they died and they claim of starvation obviously due to climate change not the nuclear radiation released from Fukushima or whatever I don't know what the timeline of that was I didn't cross reference it but you know, no other cause just Climate change, <laughs> clearly. Starve them. Now, maybe it's in the abstract. I didn't, I didn't read all that. But if you just back up a second, there's been no real evidence presented to support this. For example, like if, it, if this story started with a bunch of dead crabs washing up on the beach, where'd they all go? They said they went missing. I didn't hear anything in here that they were found. At all. And then with that, how could they possibly count them if they're missing and gone and, and 10 billion? How are they counting this? Well, they survey. I'm sure there is methodology applied. How accurate is it? All I'm asking is where does 10 billion dead crabs go to? Does anybody know? Maybe they sink to the bottom. I don't know. Maybe they're fossilized down there and, you know, I look like a total fool here. I don't think so, though. And with that many crabs gone, how are we even able to buy crab in the store? Uh, to me, it looks like a disinformation campaign. They say, Chris, you know, what, what the government? You go, no, maybe somebody in the government getting paid off. By who? Crab fishermen in industry or crab packers or whatever. I don't know. But this news, I run the price up. I don't know. I haven't bought crab. I love crab. I haven't had any crab recently. It's just silly to me. And I keep seeing it go around. Well, it's cli climate change is killing the crabs. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that was so funny. <laughs> My uh, infantile brain sometimes, I guess. Boarding school banning smartphones. Students having a breakdown. Do you think it's a good idea that they ban phones in schools? I think they should ban them everywhere. It's out of hand. But if we went back to using phones as phones, well, that wouldn't work either. Pennsylvania. I think it was the, was it the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. Let's see here. I don't have the details. Maybe we can get them here. I think it was Pennsylvania Supreme Court ruled that um, 
Pennsylvania laws that ban 18 to 20-year-olds from carrying firearms in public during a state of emergency are unconstitutional. Philadelphia-based, that was federal court, two-to-one vote. Wow. It's a liberal court, too. Best I know, I could be wrong about that. Interesting. I've said this many times before, Democrats carry guns, too. And if it's not enough that they enact these rules and so forth, laws, in this case, criminalizing people that otherwise shouldn't be criminalized, I'm sure you heard about this story going around where the Biden administration, the federal government, had financial institutions flag these different terms um, as potential active shooters for certain financial transactions, such as buyagun.com, Glock, grabagun.com, sorry. I didn't see uh, Palmetto State Armory on here, oddly enough. Trump was even down there. This is a big, long list. Even um, Dick's Sporting Goods, go in there and buy a gun and they're going to, I guess, report it to the federal government. I'm not aware of any outcome in any of this. But how illegal? What kind of Second Amendment is that, that the government's going to watch? I don't know. You can pay cash, but you're still going to have a detail here in Pennsylvania, a document recording that transaction in Pennsylvania. You are able to buy, um, you know, firearms privately without any paperwork. It's completely legal in Pennsylvania. I'm sure that's not unrestricted, and I'm not giving any legal advice. And I also know you get in big trouble if you do sell illegally. Say you transfer firearms to a felon. I believe that's a felony in itself. So I wouldn't do it personally. I wouldn't sell any. I personally wouldn't sell any firearms privately at all. That's just me personally, especially not in this day and age. John Kerry, this is funny. Uh, he's coming out of Davos. I think I mentioned this yesterday too. That you know the big, the big wig meeting out there, and uh, this reporter, kind of, I guess, an independent journalist or something like that, says to him, "You know, how, how do you explain? You know, you have all these, all these planes coming in here to bring these people in here to talk about climate change," and John Kerry snaps at him and says, "That's a stupid question," and. I tell you, I was talking about this the other day. Be weary of the politician that cannot defend their position. You don't see this um, with seasoned, well-thought politicians at all, really, on both you know both political parties. To me, it's a big red flag, and he never addresses it. And he'd come out and say, "Yeah, you know, it's a question we've raised ourselves. You know, what could we do?" to get here with less of an impact on the environment. And, you know, that's pretty simple. Go virtual. They don't all need to go there. Why are they going there instead of doing a virtual? Secrecy, lack of transparency. I say secrecy. You know, you want to say lack of transparency, I'm not going to let them off the hook so easily. But either way, even for your local politicians, you know, it's like um, I saw a guy... It might have been a setup for, uh, what's her name, Nikki Haley. She's in a restaurant or whatever, and the guy says, um, same kind of question. He says, how do you advocate for politicians spending 
tens, hundreds of millions of dollars on advertising in Iowa, giving that money over to media companies that are unfriendly, downright hostile to conservative causes. And you spend all this money there, give it to those companies, and we have a veteran homeless problem. That really resonates for me. As I mentioned to you, ProjectChaos.org and the radio show, I do not have any plans to do any social media advertising. I have a whole different plan in motion. And I'll say this, man, um, and, and it's for this very reason. People, you know, I just, I was down at the radio station, the sales manager came out. He said, can I talk to you for a minute? I'm like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> Honestly, I was like, he's going to tell me, soften this. Don't say, That's not at all what he said. You know what he said to me? He said, can I be candid? I'm like, Usually when people say that to me, you know what I say? Do me a favor. Don't bother. Because usually they're going to tell me something I really don't want to hear. Right? Can I be candid? No. Just keep it to yourself. <laughs> we'll both be better off. Anyway, I just smiled, right? He said, your show, this is what the guy said to me. He goes, your show is really effing good. You know what he said? He said, I hope you make a lot of effing money. He also told me to get into video, and he made a bunch of other great suggestions. The problem with getting into video, and he was uh, pushing YouTube, not pushing, I shouldn't say it like that. Um, I think kind of insinuating YouTube. And... um, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. I got I got hard feelings about you scam and even twatter <laughs> and face crooks. I don't like any of it. It's fun, funny. I said to him, you know, kind of, I kind of bounced back and forth with the Twitter thing. They kind of seemed to be sort of free speech. I have a Twitter account. I, I scan things on there, and I don't like it. And I'm like, do I really? And then I'm hearing stories like they're paying Don Lemon to be on there, I guess, and do his videos. I'm like, well, are they paying Tucker Carlson? Are they going to pay me? I guess you can participate in that. But do I really believe that a company like that is going to be fair with me? And if I leave, can I take my content down? I don't don't think I want to be part of it. I don't like what's going on. Now, am I giving something up in the process? All I know is this, not to be comparing myself to Alex Jones, really. And I got no axe to grind with the guy. I just, I'm not, you know, I don't aspire to be Alex Jones or like him, but he's had a, a successful business model, a very successful business model. And even being completely banned, he's still been able to continue with it, at least on some level. So uh, we don't need the big channels is the point. How do I connect with veterans, you know, without doing that? And uh, I'm just going to keep working. I've got a couple ideas on it. Uh, But time's ticking, too. I may have to cheat a little bit, I guess, is what I'm getting at. You know, I may have to... And I actually already have it teed up to advertise the book in some display advertising, which would be posted on major news uh, outlet blogs to advertise the book. I haven't pulled the trigger on that yet. But I am thinking... And I'll just tell you, probably the simplest, most cost-effective thing I could do for the radio show would be simple Facebook video ads. And um, I don't know, man. 
I know it would work. It would be effective. I've done it before. But the idea of getting involved with face crooks just makes my sick to my stomach. It really does. I can't do it. I just, even just thinking about it, they were, Zuckerberg was using money to manipulate elections. He's no different than that scam Soros. I'm going to give him my hard-earned cash? I can't do it. I just can't. I mean, if it means that the radio show doesn't grow as quickly or what have you, I just got to, I don't even want to think about it in that context. Put it this way, I want to I keep the mindset. I, I don't need that. We're going to bring our own. The email list is already growing every day, projectchaos.org. I think it'll continue to grow. Anyway, I didn't mean to get down that path. Director of California LGBTQ group arrested in online child sting operation. Online child what? Sickening to me. Leave the kids alone. What the hell is the matter with people? What is the matter? What is going on with the kids being preyed on? We, this is another thing we need to be a, a little less peaceful about. A lot less peaceful. Get the hell away from our kids, you sick bastards. Enough. EVs work fine in the cold in Norway. Here's how they do it, according to Fast Company. Well, they recommended, you know, and this is for people that have a charging station at home. They said that you, you know, obviously charge up every night, keep it in the garage where the car is warm, and preheat it. So you can't run the heater. It's the problem. I'm telling you, I tested it. The Ford Lightning, I told you. Incredible vehicle. In my opinion, an incredible piece of junk. Not in every way imaginable. I'm a fan of electric vehicles. I'm not getting into it, but I'm just giving you my perspective. <laughs> and that is this. If you live in Norway... <laughs> Or Pennsylvania, you have a problem with your EV in the winter. I could be wrong. You know, that Ford Lightning, you know, I would imagine based on my travel needs, I'd probably be fine, including running the heat. But there's no way I'm going to spend 80, 100 grand for a pickup truck to begin with that I can't go more than like 100 miles away or I got to like drive with no heat. Try driving with no heat on and see what it's like. Just start there before you go buy an electric car. This should be the commercial. I could kill the whole EV industry with this one move. Pick a cold day in winter and drive without heat on and tell me how that feels and then go buy an electric car. Here's what I want to tell you about the Fast Company's claim. Uh, I got a note from our good brother over in Sweden, and he said that his wife's electric car, if I got this right, was only about 30% of the range that it normally has. (laughs) So you're going from... Half a nothing. Good luck. CNBC has a nice guide here, how to figure out your timeline to student loan forgiveness. Unbelievable. So much for the balance of power. The Supreme Court ruled it illegal. Uh, Uncle Joe's going to give away the money anyway. You can't stop him. He's like Robin Hood. Give, 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 give. $70,000 for every, every student loan borrower on the table. Grab yours while you can. Remember that, that little game, Hungry Hippos? That's what the, the, the cash grab in the late stages of the fiat currency. My free money, my free money. God willing, I'll be back tomorrow. I sure hope to see you there in the meantime. Make it a great day.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.